Welcome to Studio E, home of the bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding. Brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. You were good, kid, real good. But as long as I'm around, you'll always be second best, see? Vans. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. <laughs> And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. I'm D. Jones. I got the ghost with me. As always, we got Ants One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. And this week, it's a guaranteed barn burner ghost. What are we working with? Man, we got the one, the only Johan Stuckey. You may know him from his numerous parts over the years, but he just dropped a heavy part in Weekend's Death Dance. Check that out. Great interview with the new homie. Glad to have him on the show, man. Uh, then we go into the post office. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got one more week to send in your emails and voice notes. And then wrapping it up with a casual little rundown. You feel me? Sounds like a picture-perfect episode to me. Make sure to like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. And get your voice notes and emails into thebuntlive at gmail.com. And make yourself a part of next week's post office, man. And maybe drop some footy. And you could also be a part of next week's Ghost Shoutout of the Week. But for this week, I think he's already made his choice. Yeah, this week, you know what I'm saying? I think it actually came out two weeks ago now, but it somehow got lost in the shuffle of my brain when we were recording this last week. How could I forget Jenny Skateboard's Medusa headlock, man? The homies snapped. Magnus, Bunt alumni, Brad Shepard, Bunt alumni. Uh, they came through. Zach Barton, fucking... Just all around epic video. I can't believe how much footage they got in dusty ass Vancouver. It's hard to film that. <laughs> no offense to Vancouver, but um, yeah, none taken. Definitely <laughs> hard to get clips in them rough streets, but uh, that was an absolute joy to watch. I already watched it like two, three times. Magnus, you're the fucking goat. Go watch that if you haven't already. Jenny Skateboards, Medusa Headlock. Oh, and one other thing I forgot to say last week. Yo. Dakota Servold's from Blunt in Texas on that insane long rail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We only got one angle from up top. Bro, I'm going to need a second angle and maybe some slow-mo. And as 50 Cent says, I'm going to need that by Monday. You heard? <laughs> I'm sure there's a rough cut coming. It better be coming. you're getting it by Monday. It better Who be coming. Who are you going to be calling these shots now? You, you're going to need it by Monday? You're going to ask for some money next to like 50? Yo, I'm the 50 cent of the skate industry. You heard me? That is the 50. I'm going to need that by Monday. The first I've ever heard that, man. So like we said, we got Johan Stuckey in the building. Been keeping our eye on this guy all the way back. Cosmic vomit days. And look at him now. Pro, killing it for weekend. And it's a match made in heaven, man. Johan Stuckey inside Studio We for an episode of The Bunt. Oh, real talk. You know he wasn't holding his tongue. He's a real one. Yeah, let's, with no further ado, let's, let's pop this interview off, you heard? Yeah, but there is further ado, man. There's one thing left to do. Oh, yeah, true. 
Johan doesn't drink much anymore, but <laughs> we do. That doesn't stop us from cracking a couple cold ones in Studio E. <laughs> Where are them green cans at, dog? Canada's premium pilsner. Steam whistle. The only buzz. Yeah, Yo, you see other people using the only buzz as their slogan these days, eh? Yeah, we see you. We see you. Johan Stucky in the building. What's poppin', man? What up, guys? Did he pronounce that right? Uh, Johan. Johan. Okay, okay. I've been saying Johan forever. Yeah, me too until today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, you got it now. Most people say it wrong anyway. Like, I think most of my friends say it wrong still. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel you. I, my name's spelled super weird. Like, it's not the hardest to pronounce, but it's spelled not how you would pronounce it. So, yeah. I, I, it's a daily thing for me. I feel you. It's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> so we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite sports moment and your favorite skate moment. Oh, fuck. I literally don't, I mean, I like don't know much about sports. So I'll just, do, uh, my favorite sports moment is in the water boy when Bobby Boucher beats the mud dogs in the bourbon bowl. <laughs> 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 Or, I mean, I have a, or I played Guy Mariano in baseball. That was crazy. Damn, that's pretty sick. Did and then skate sick. moment would be just seeing all my friends go pro. It's pretty sick. That's insane. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's it's pretty, feeling, yeah? it's that's pretty crazy. The thing, yeah. yeah, that's maybe the sickest thing is being able to have that. Yeah, and like one by one too, so everyone gets their little time. Exactly, like everybody gets like six months <laughs> and then you just fade <laughs> into oblivion. Who's the most recent? <laughs> Uh, who was it? Fuck. Trevor. Sick. Trevor, yeah. He just, I think that was in maybe the end of summer. Legend. Shouts to Big Trev, yo. Yeah, is seriously. Two, is that uh, two times Thompson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor Dude, Thompson. You plugged us with some good info, man. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck, I'm nervous. <laughs> the goat, man. Dude, yeah, they definitely want a dish for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so where'd you come up and how'd you get into skating? Uh, I'm originally from Vero Beach, Florida. Uh, and I just got classics like my brothers were skaters and we surfed a bunch so it was always around and then once a skate shop opened in my town I kind of just like got you know taken over by it and never left <laughs> and then just that was it and then I don't know just slowly you know you meet people in Florida I met everyone in Florida and then yeah made a sponsor me now you're sitting here talking to us yo. yeah <laughs> well I guess it, there's a lot more that happened <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was, uh, you grew up on a dirt road, man. I did grow up on a dirt road, dude. I How had to skate. How you get good at skating flat on the dirt road? Well, it's, I would skate four blocks down the street to, like, the smoothest flat that I could find, which is actually, like, my high school principal's neighborhood. And he would just drive by and be like, dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be, like, practicing nollie inward heels. I specifically remember learning nollie inward heels there. Like, That's specifically. Sick. You just brought those back heavy in your new part, too, but we'll get into that later. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that trick. <laughs> <laughs> so we ask everyone this but what was your first big break in the skate industry uh, how did it all get started it pretty much i made a sponsor me tape with my friend scott q uh when i was like 17 and took it to a trade show and uh and because that's like how it was back then i guess oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> back then <laughs> uh and i gave it to the companies that i, I liked I, I can't remember exactly who i gave it to i probably gave it to like fucking everyone you know obviously as a kid <laughs> But um, I, Yellow Brand and Satori were, like, my favorite companies at the time and, like, create all that kind of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I gave it to them, and they hit me back, and I got on Yellow Brand. 
which was like through Satori and Creation at the time. Yeah. And that was just like this that company was so sick to me. It was so funny and like made fun of everything and I don't know. It was really I don't know. I thought it was sick. And that was kind of like how it all that's I had like an ad in slap and shit. Sick. Damn. That's yeah. Beast. I think I had an ad in the last slap. The last like, one ever. The last one I want to say, but yeah. that could that could be high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty beast. We heard you actually dropped out of high school to go on a Satori trip. Uh essentially to go to san francisco and like try and make it or whatever you do i don't know (laughs) like they were like hey if you come to san francisco you have a place to stay and that was where everything was and so i yeah i just went uh with like four months left of school and they were like you can do your schoolwork there and i was like for sure and i didn't do it and i came back (laughs) (laughs) and they were like yo you're not gonna graduate you didn't do anything and i was like well fuck I got to do... So I got my GED, like, literally, like, within a week or something before okay, everyone even okay. graduated. Oh, damn. <laughs> Which kind of sucks because uh, I back school, but... <laughs> you had to chase the dream, man. So yeah. You got to do it. Too, so you did both. You got the job done. Yeah, kind of. My mom, I mean, my mom like, tra- was going to try and make me walk, like, in a graduation outfit in my backyard, like, by myself. <laughs> yeah. Which is, <laughs> like, real. looking back, I kind of wish I would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> that hilarious. But, moment, a little apprehensive. Yeah, maybe we'll do it this year when I go back or something. <laughs> so what would pop off on uh, those trips to SF when you would stay with the Yellow Brand guys? I heard, well, one of your friends told us about a pretty funny story. We're not sure if you're going to want to talk about it, but you may or may not have uh, hollered at a hooker at a young age, man. A hooker? Fuck. Uh, if I can, I don't remember a hooker. Oh, that was when I came to L.A. the first time. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came to L.A. the first time, and I didn't... uh, She was just, like, somehow ended up at our house. I don't even know, (laughs) dude. (laughs) If this is, like... This is the only hooker thing that I can think of in my life. I've never, like, gotten one, but... um, (laughs) I mean, I I can't tell the future, you know? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, No, but... So, we were all, like, partying or whatever, you know. I don't know. It was late, and it was, like, a kind of a popping neighborhood i guess so people would walk by and shit and we were out front and she walked by and then and then they invited us back to their house which was really close and so we went there and she was just like naked and there was like photos of me with her like in my lap and stuff i don't know (laughs) um but yeah that was kind of funny young johan making it pop man i know that was kind of savage (laughs) gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) i used to yeah that was bad (laughs) me and donald first came across you a good six or seven years ago we were doing like our first trip to Miami and mm-hmm. uh, as you do we were watching as many local videos as we could yeah, looking for, for spots. spots and I think this was around the time Cosmic Vomit 2 came out mm-hmm. and that just ended up being on repeat every day oh, sick. Crazy. Every sick video. Yeah. damn that's uh, crazy that's, not, that's funny because that one's not even in Florida <laughs> barely yeah, yeah yeah there's like a lot of california in there too yeah that's when i had already moved but um regardless that was the first time we saw you skate we've been fans ever since oh thank you guys what was it like filming for that project that one was uh i remember it just being kind of crazy it was really quick like seven or eight months maybe and uh, i was working at huff at the time and grant worked at the barracks and they were like literally on the same block so yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even like eat lunch. I would go over to the barracks or like and like warm up and go try a trick or skate the park for a trick that I was going to try that night or something. Mm-hmm. And then we would just yeah. Sometimes I'd work to like 
there was a really busy season, so I'd work to like an eight thirty or nine or something at night after being there from like ten in the morning, and then just go try a trick till like midnight or one or something. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. You seem super like gnarly and on point at the time it makes sense that you were skating the at the time so homie i'm just sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> i'm just flat i'm just flat. I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that but you were skating know, a lot I'm of big rails and shit in that no i know part. uh yeah it's because the barracks had this flat bar dude like literally i would only skate the flat bar on the flat ground and it was like there i found out that there was handicap ramps with the rails on them and I was like, I can do all the flat bar tricks on these rails. <laughs> and so Grant and I had this joke. It was like, we got to get every basic flat bar trick. <laughs> yeah, you pulled it off, man. That crook? Holy fuck. I feel like that was one of the first ones that kind of set it off, maybe. You got your Arto on, man. Dude, that was the trip when you were sleeping in the, in the living room. So it was either Cosmic Vomit was on the TV <laughs> or Girls was on the TV. Oh, the show girls yeah it was yeah. dude i love other. that so show watching yeah. cosmic Hell vomit yeah. so much because everyone would like wake up and go to the living room and he'd have girls on and we'd be like dude fucking turn <laughs> i love that show me too but the only thing i resent that show for is that now it's hard for me to take uh i forget his name in real life but the guy who plays adam driver yeah the it? guy in star wars yeah. oh yeah adam driver it's hard yeah. for me to take him seriously in star wars because he was so good in girls Dude, he's so fucked up in girls. It's so crazy. Yeah. Have you ever? Do you ever watch SNL? No. Uh, dude, there's this parody video of like him playing Kylo Ren undercover boss style though. It's, <laughs> oh shit! Dude, it's incredible. Anyway, I don't know. I'll look that up. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. So you were under house arrest at age oh. seventeen, man. Uh, what got you into yeah, that? Yeah, nineteen. Oh, 19. Yeah, I I just had a suspended license. And I rear-ended some woman. Like, I was texting Grant, of all people, like, no joke. And I, I would look down for a second, and then, whatever, the light went red, and I smashed into this old woman. Not, like, hard, but uh, enough to, like, you know, ruin my car. And then it, imme- it immediately started pouring rain when I stepped out of the car to, like, go see what was up. And my license was suspended, and so when I went to court or whatever, they were like, they don't put up with that shit. Damn. So they were like, you can do 10 days in jail or house arrest 30 days. I was like, yeah, I'm not <gasps> going to jail. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, so I just did the 10 days. And it was kind of, it sucked so bad, but at the same time, it was kind of crazy. I rode for Birdhouse at the time, and the team manager, like, faked a letter from Tony Hawk to show the, like, probation guy. And yeah. he was like, oh, so you're a skater. Like, you can go skate the skate park then. So I could uh-huh. go skate a skate park with this fucking thing on my ankle. But it, wow. I, it sucked. I only did it a couple times. It's pretty embarrassing, and it hurt. It was, like, a, it was a big one. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Pretty funny, actually. Dude, getting that option is insane, Doug. Dude, yeah. I was tripping. Like, because like, he said was, jail first. Yeah. What if it was just 10 days in jail? I mean, like, I would have just done 10 days, and, like, I don't know what kind of person I'd be now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever watched the show The Night Of, man? Dude, I actually, Riz Ahmed, he was in Girls. He was in Girls, that guy. Yeah, yeah. At the end. That show's fucked up, dude. Well, thankfully, you had the option for house arrest, man. I know, thank God. I didn't do shit, but, like, learn Guitar Hero really (laughs) well. (laughs) It was, like, and be sad, because, like, my girlfriend broke up with me right at the same time. Oh. God damn, I know. It was cold. (laughs) So, when you first moved to L.A., uh, we heard Greco would pick you up for early morning sessions. What the hell was that like, man? That sounds pretty epic. <laughs> uh, that was like a couple years after. I met him like just through barrack shit, you know? And then 
he opened up his park, or not opened up, but he had a park called House of Hammers, and s- <laughs> it was called House of Hammers. It was sick. Yeah, I remember it had like a yeah. website or something. Yeah, totally, exactly. Um, I don't know. He just like for some reason liked me, and then we would just yeah. He would be like, "Yo, you want to come skate?" And I'd be like, "For sure." And he'd sometimes pick me up, and I didn't really have money, so sometimes he'd like get me food. He's a really sick. He's like so nice, man. And then all of a sudden, I don't know. We just like never talked again. Like I. Ha- <laughs> And I swear, I see him sometimes. I'll be like Jimbo, and I don't. I don't think he likes being called Jimbo by someone he's not like probably friends with, really. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, I don't know. When I see him, I'm just. I feel. I'm, I wonder if he remembers even. <laughs> Damn, that's sick though. <laughs> kind of random that. Yeah, he would just randomly fucking. I don't know. I don't know why or how that even happened. That park had like a replica of Wilshire 15, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. it if did. I remember correctly, yeah. did you hit that? No, fuck no. I don't even think I ollied it. Wouldn't they like post like a sick hammer once a week? Yeah, I think uh, I think I, I had I think I had one. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, it was like a frontside 180 fakey 50 fakey frontside flip on a bank to bench like Rick Howard one did. Oh sick. Yeah, but I like did it all sketchy. Yeah, that place was sick, dude. That was crazy. That's where the guy did fakey heel over the picnic bench. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Who yeah. Who was that guy? Yeah, yeah. Rambo is his name. I don't know any, <laughs> like, never saw him again. Yeah, just. I actually saw him in the streets before that video at Garden, at that school Gardner that everyone skates with the tables. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, trying to skate it long ways, like 180 or something. Jesus. Yeah. Some random shit. I don't know. So, we know your diet is pretty simple. The two components <laughs> being chicken tendies and Nutella. Mm-hmm. But somehow you have the most energy out of everyone in your crew, man. How does that make sense? I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. It's kind of, I'm st- I fade at around five, though. I get <laughs> yeah. tired at around five. Yeah. <laughs> Grant has this new joke. He's like, we got to get Joby after dark because I like, <laughs> by dark, I'm just toast. You're dead? Yeah. I'm dead. I mean, I talk nonstop. So by the time it's the end of the day, it's like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, do you not fuck with like salads and shit or i do i like a cob salad for sure i just like i i don't use bacon in it, eh? <laughs> i know exactly <laughs> trevor thompson always makes fun of me he's like dude that's like literally the least healthy salad you could get i'm like yeah but it's better than a fucking snickers bar you got a point yeah you get some egg in there and shit yeah i, I don't I actually get <laughs> i get no egg or tomato <laughs> <laughs> I get wow. I basically I'm like let me get the cob no lettuce no tomato no egg cheese <laughs> and bacon in a bowl please yeah like pretty much no I don't know uh, I definitely am starting to feel it as I'm getting like I think I gotta start switching it up cause I mm-hmm. that's definitely why I'm tired at 5 o'clock how old are you? I just I'm 30 okay yeah yeah uh, she will start to change around that. yeah I feel like I don't wanna die either <laughs> and like i when when they say that's how i eat like it's pretty that's like not a joke i like eat a jar of nutella like at night so, oh. like it's sad not every night I, my girlfriend actually was like yo i'm cutting you off to one a week <laughs> so it was like for her yo yo for real because i'm i don't i'm gonna feel like i'm gonna get a kidney stone soon this shit's scary yeah those shit passed though i love nutella so much yo isn't it canadian it's from canada i could see that I want to say it, and I only know that because on Jersey Shore they said it, and so it has to be true. <laughs> it's got to be true. That's so good. Nutella's <laughs> the best, but like even Nutella, which I love, like if I have too much, I'll, I'm just over it. Like I won't want it for like weeks. Dude, it's crazy. I don't know what it is, it's yo. So rich. I want it every every second. 
It's <laughs> fucked up. But yo, it's like like we have friends that have like similar diets, man, and they're doing they're doing all right. Your body just gets used to what you give it. I, I feel guess. like yeah, I, my body don't know no better. <laughs> Uh, well, if you mix it in avocado or something every now and then, it would probably be it'd be real hyped. I do fuck with avocados hard, but yeah, I always have this joke like if I ate healthy, my body be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, it would like <laughs> get out of here with that. Yeah. yeah, like I get sick from that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll switch it up soon. Maybe, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, watching all your parts uh, seemed like you had a number of different board sponsors over the years mm-hmm. before finding a solid home at weekend. Uh, give us the rundown on your board sponsorship history. All right. I got boards from, it was first Yellow Brand, then Birdhouse. Then I got like a box or two from Organica when that was around. Sick. And then back to Birdhouse for like, I don't even know, one more box or something. Or actually <laughs> a few, maybe a few actually, because I think they definitely... I, yeah, I had some boards from them. <laughs> and then after that, I, Neighbor Sard, uh, I started working, lived with him, at, and he worked at Huff and, like, the whole Huff thing. Uh, and he rode for Roger at the time, and he was like, yo, you're on Roger now. And I was like, all right, sweet. So, <laughs> so then I was on Roger, and then Huff was like, yo, let's get you on something else. And then I just rode, like, he just gave me real boards of his for a while. That's sick. And then I got Habitat Flow, and then, like, that was, like, kind of my main thing for a minute. And then that fell through because of some shit. And then, <laughs> and then I got, and then the guy from Habitat felt so bad about all that that he's like, yo, I can get you on Foundation. And I was like, fuck. I like Foundation, but then I was like, all right. And then I went on a trip, and it kind of didn't, you know, it wasn't really my thing. And then I came back, and we had board. The Grant finally had weekend boards. And because it had been like a thought that we and everything and like no no one ever pulled the trigger really and I was like well fuck I need to be like I need boards and I can't just like wait around for this thing to maybe happen you know yeah and then they find, then they did it and I was like well fuck I'm an asshole <laughs> uh, can I come back <laughs> and so or can I be involved and they were like yeah and then that yeah ever since then I think it's been like six years now that's what's damn up. that's what's up yeah kind of a lo- a rocky <laughs> a very rocky road and like. It was pretty fucking rough for a while after the Habitat shit. I was pretty over it. Yeah, what happened with Habitat? They, they were just like, quit your job at Huff. We're going to start paying you because you're going to come on this trip and all this stuff. And and I was essentially only there to make someone, to keep someone around. And then once that person quit, they were like, well, he quit, man. Like, it, it might not work out. Like, you should, what? this is literally what he said. He's like, you should go film some shit at the barracks. And I was like, Jesus. yo, fuck you. So oh, I, I went, God. I hit a deluxe because i get spitfire and thunder and i was like those are like really good friends of mine and i was like yo i need some boards like can i get crooked boards and they just hooked me up with crooked boards and the guy at habitat saw me riding one on instagram and then i he called me out and i screen he's like you really trying to double dip and i just screenshotted what he sent me in a text yeah. and sent it back to him and he just didn't respond <laughs> Damn. uh and then so i don't really like that guy anymore but um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that kind of just bummed me out because I like I had an apartment and bills, and then I came back from the trip. The trip didn't go that well because I got sick, and then the other guy on the trip got hurt, and it was like literally just me on the trip, sk- the only skater, Dang. and it was kind of hectic. And I wasn't I was like twenty three and didn't know shit, you know. Uh, 
it was just so crazy. <laughs> That's insane. And then I came, yeah, I came back and I had bills. Lost, I lost my apartment and like was gonna have. I was gonna potentially move home to Florida. And then my friend was like, "You can stay with me." I had a lot of friends who said that, and I thank all of them right now. Thank you. <laughs> That's dope, but yeah, <coughs> that sucks. That sounds like a shitty, bumpy ride, but it all worked out for the best. Yeah, it was pretty rough. And then that, the, so the guy at Habitat was like, "I can hook you up with foundation," and I was like, "All right." And then, yeah, and then so that kind of happened. And then felt that didn't happen. And then weekend. Thank God for weekend, dude. For real, because I honestly feel like I don't even fucking fit in in skating where anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so uh, odd, odd man out most of the time. It's it's funny. Like I probably I don't even know what I'd be doing now if I wasn't on weekend. Was it Austin that you uh, kind of mentioned? Like once he quit, then oh yeah, I think yeah. It was like a whole. They had like a plan for like us as a deal, like a package deal. Uh, and then once he quit, they, it was like, well, fuck, I'm not. I wasn't anyone, you know, to keep a name or anything. Right. So it just wouldn't make sense. I guess. Right. 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 <laughs> I'm all. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no like habitat dudes are all my homies like so much like it's so different now like all those guys are so tight you know all water under the bridge show this is your final warning i repeat final warning the chpo brand do-it-yourself ad contest is in its final week and you do not want to miss your chance to take home the biggest box of the season you hear our weekly chpo ads now it's time to hear your own we do it for the people and so does chpo send them ads in asap you dig the bunt live at gmail.com let's get it turned you pro a couple years ago mm-hmm. and combined that with uh, the epic roast that you had to sit through with your parents and attendance. <laughs> yeah that was rough was it a surprise did you know the board was coming i did was it more bitter or sweet that whole experience it was uh i mean i remember being like not thinking it wasn't as harsh as uh even though like to other people it's probably fucking insane but like for me <laughs> we're pretty gnarly with each other that like <laughs> not too much was like maybe there was like one joke that austin said where i was like oh dang my parents are here but like <laughs> other than that my dad literally afterwards i was like dude i'm sorry and he goes ain't nothing i didn't think already <laughs> wow. my dad's a legend um yeah. but yeah it was it was it was fine pretty much and when I, I watched it and I was like, dude, this is actually fun. Like, it's pretty funny. And like, I did it all the stupid shit. Like what, you know, what, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> so overall it was more sweet than bitter. I would say, yeah, it was more sweet to answer the question. That's dope. You had last part in, uh, the new weekend video that just dropped a few weeks back. Death dance. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> watched that a few times already. Nice. Uh, shit was banging. Thank you. You seem to, uh, get your nar blade back sharp again like it was i think in my opinion don't take this the wrong way i thought it was your best part since cosmic vomit for sure i mean uh i i would say definitely i put the most i've ever put into that one by far yeah i was gonna say like were you just feeling extra on point for this last part or what i just dude literally uh i didn't have a job which was uh harsh as fuck but also was the a way I was able to skate every single day and go on every trip almost and like 
just do it. I was like barely eating and living like an like so harsh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I just was like, fuck, if I feel good and I stopped partying like hard. You know, I drank okay. I used to drink like pretty gnarly. Um and I don't really drink it anymore uh like often. Uh and so I was like, yo, I'm fucking like Grant, this is going to be the first full-length video for our company that like we all started. Uh I'm just going to do every like I'm just going to kill myself. I don't care. Like I just want to do the best I can for like our shit that we've worked so hard for. Um and uh and like I ha- was able to travel for the first time, you know, on someone else's budget and uh like and not be I don't know, it was just like everything worked out in my favor kind of besides being able to eat like a lot. <laughs> Um, well, yo, it actually it actually really showed. <laughs> Absolutely, I feel like I was hungry for tricks in a way. I don't know. It sounds fucking lame, but I was like, I don't know. I never had been in that that crazy of a mindset to like. At the end of it, I was like TM, and I was like, everybody meet at the warehouse at nine a.m. and I'm gonna drive the van because Grant was editing, and like we're going to these spots, and we're gonna do the, like if I have a trick, we're going there first. If you have a trick, we're going there first. Like let's fucking do this. Like yeah. no excuses. Like I'll pick you up. I'll whatever. That's awesome. It's cool to hear the behind the scenes because just as us watching it, not knowing you, the first part we saw was cosmic vomit. Then we saw all your parts since, but then yeah. this one was like, I took it really serious. I yeah, guess. you can it's see the it. Difference. it came out. Yeah, you killed it, man. So yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's kind of it, it's weird that it's done. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> I don't know. I like usually, and I only had uh, eight months to film it because I had just finished the cave thing, mm-hmm. the other the Nick Cave part. And so I literally, yeah, I finished that finished in February and then literally just right into it. And then the video came out in December. So it was like, and that's another reason I was like, I have to do, everyone had a leg up on me and I was like, I have to catch up. Well, you did, man. You got last part. God damn. Uh, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) That was crazy. (laughs) I kind of, I was like tripping. I was really, uh, honored, honestly. It's crazy how much better you feel just not drinking, man. It really, uh, it sounds, I hear it, you hear the cliche story all the time, but it's so fucking true, dude. It's, like, crazy. And, like, I, I don't know, I wasn't fat, but, like, I lost 30 pounds in, like, two months or something, you know? And, like, yeah. I don't know, I, you just, I feel, like, 18 again or something. And, like, I still have, I'm in the same mindset as the Death Dance. Like, I'm, we've still, we've already started another project, and, like, Sick. we're already, like, nonstop. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Damn, yeah, my man's hungry. That's dope, man. Everyone is. It's not like all the the whole squad. It's so, that was the other thing. Is like everyone. I never seen everyone like that. You know, no one was ever been on their game like that. Like Trevor was like, Trevor is like the biggest inspiration. And this dude Andrew Constant, he's on the team also because they're like they're my age, and Trevor works full time at weekend, and he yeah. filmed the best part in the video. Like I don't know, that dude's a fucking boss. that was like if i I was like if he can work a full-time job and film those fucking tricks i can like not work a job and film (laughs) like my hardest yeah Yeah, like i have to give it my all and andrew was just like towards the end i don't know he like opened some new door of his skating it was crazy he's just like he went in so hard and alex and taylor every jordan like and carson everyone it was so cool and the kids like zach seeing little zach also come up has been like really cool for me because i've known him since he was like 12 or we all have so yeah, getting all sappy real quick. <laughs> nah, that's sick, man. You gotta love when people can hold it down while holding down a full time job. Yeah, dude. I mean, the whole squad has you know basically jobs. Everyone almost. I've been working at the warehouse now, helping out because uh, this dude Thomas was just he left. He was running the warehouse, so I've just been trying to help out a bunch in there too. Hell yeah! That's what's up? What are you What are you working on now? Or is uh, it a secret? 
Oh, I don't really know. Like, we had a meeting recently, and it was like, I don't know. We're, we we kind of said something, but yeah, I don't know if I should. I don't know if I yeah, can yeah. say or what. And it's I'll like so it. far away. I don't know. I kind of want to like. Everyone wants to pump shit out quick, but I'm like, yo, I just filmed two things, and like within a year and a half, I'd like to spend yeah. like two and a half years on the next thing, and like fucking just, but in the same mindset. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That'd be sick. That'd be fun to be able to do. I'd love to see that. Maybe, hopefully. <laughs> so we love going behind the scenes on tricks. Take us way back on this one. Kickflip frontside nose grind down the blue hub in Miami. Oh shit! That was a. Uh, I think that was the last ad and slap. That w- that was the one. That was the trick. Sick. Oh, I shit. want. I mean, that was the last ad I had with them. And I want to say, yeah, it wasn't that last slap, but that took like literally. I want five hours. Uh, the yeah. generator. We went there with a full generator. It ran out of gas and then went and filled it up and came back, and then it still died. It like it died twenty like ten minutes after we after because you know we left the shit on while we were like celebrating yeah. and the generator it died <laughs> it died while we were like celebrating <laughs> Damn. so it took like five hours i was like that was another i was like i'm not leaving without i'm never coming here again to try this like i'm not now <laughs> i'm doing this yeah I, that was there's certain tricks i remember like they were yesterday and that's definitely one of them for some reason well, that was insane so, yeah that thing's done now right yeah it's definitely capped but uh i know manny santiago like they had a contest like a, maybe like it was a kind of a while ago now maybe like eight years or something but they they built like a metal angle iron for it and they put oh, it on yeah. top and they had like a contest on it which was pretty cool yeah i kind of remember i wasn't that. there but that would have been fucking sick to be at mm-hmm. well, that's sick you put your stamp on it that that was like probably one of the best tricks I've ever done on it yeah. fuck so, oh man i don't know <laughs> there was remember javier sarmiento's switch flip nose did back nose? to switch yeah, that was that was so fucked good. up, dude. Sean Conover, you remember that guy? Yeah, he was on Creature. I don't know. One time we were we were driving by it, and he's like, "Yo, pull over!" And no, I'm not even kidding you. He got out, and he kicked the back five out at first try, and got back in the van. What? Wow. I swear, this is like, I swear to God, that was in, that was like the craziest shit ever. That guy was so good. Uh, it's sick. You put your stamp on it. I think that's one of the best tricks ever done on it. I'm bummed. Thank you. I never got to skate it because that's. That was a classic in Canada just because Wade and Paul Tripp did a couple of tricks on it back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. In the top dollar video. Paul Tripp, so damn. That spot was always, uh, always loved that spot. Yeah, that was, I wish that was still there. That was like one of the best spots in it was Florida. Really good. You yeah. got to bring the flip back, uh, your flip front nose grinds back, man. Dude, I've literally been looking for a, like one since then. <laughs> I swear, I can never, it just never works out. And also, that trick comes and goes for me so gnarly. Yeah. Like, sometimes I can do it so easy, and sometimes it looks like I've never even kick-flipped. Because uh, I, I don't think I saw one in any of your other parts, but that's you did that at such a young age, and people probably <laughs> don't even know that trick. Like, you did that, I feel like. Maybe. Yeah, I should... I. I always, me and Grant, yeah, will always be like, let's try and get one, or like at least in a flat, like in a ledge line, 180 out or something, yeah. and then it just never works out. Yeah. I suck too bad now. <laughs> <laughs> So we've only ever done this with one guest, the legendary Fred Go, but wow. your boys have hooked us up with what look like are going to be some good stories. So it's it's oh, story fuck. time with Johan, man. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, we'll start off yeah. with an obvious one. Tell us a little bit about being a nanny for Nick Cave and how you became friends with him. Oh uh, well, I was never his nanny. His, like, it son was a uh, or something. He's the he's the godfather of the kid I used to nanny, okay. and that's how I like met him. And the way that even happened is I, I worked at this woman's clothing store in, like, West Hollywood, like a pretty fancy one. Mm-hmm. 
uh, just in the back, nothing cool. Um, and uh, and sh- th- this woman would always come in with her son, and I was always like really nice to him. And one of the girls was like, oh, he's a skater, because I, I guess the kid had gotten a board recently, and so they were like trying to get us to talk. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, do you know? I skated for Huff at the time, and he liked Huff. And I was like, oh, I could get you some weed socks if you want, like whatever. <laughs> and I got my I got my boxes sent to the the store at the time where I worked. Yeah. So I got some weed socks for the kid. And the next time she came in. I gave them to her and they were so like happy and thankful and then I would always be like reading in the back and she would always see me reading and for some reason she was just like liked me because of that I think she said (laughs) and so when I got fired from that store she found out and it because I got fired for something that wasn't my fault and she found out and was called me immediately was like hey fuck that place like you come work for me my nanny is pregnant and I need someone and I want like you to do it and so I was like wow this is crazy because I knew it I knew the family was, like, the dad's, like, a director, pretty, you know, he's a big director, and she's, like, a famous portrait photographer. So I I was like, whoa, this is fucking, this is, like, some L.A. shit, like, like, holy fuck. And then come to find out, like, a few months later, like, Nick Cave's, they're best friends with him, and, like, hit their family, they're long, lifelong friends, and and I just, like, really hit it off with uh, his son, Earl. He's, like, he was, like, 14 at the time, and... Like, the kid I nannied, he, I was, like, whack to him. <laughs> like, he liked, he liked comic books and, like, superhero movies and, like, and I'm all for, like, reading and shit, but, like, I can't do the superheroes. And so, like, and he liked anime. And, I don't know, we are just on, we didn't like the same stuff, and so, like, I was lame to him. And Earl liked all the same shit I liked, Earl's Nick's son. And so, like, we just, I don't know, we just hit it off. And then every summer he'd come and they would be like hey come hang out like take them skating and shit and i'd be like for sure and they try to pay me and i'd be like no way you guys are legends like what <laughs> but then one time he made me take the money and he gave me that he gave me the nick cave face and i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and uh and i took the money but uh <laughs> but yeah and then ever since then we were just friends and then super close earl and i and then one after i went pro nick was like look at this board i'm doing for this skate shop called fast times in australia and i was like wow that's fucking sick and he was like mate why haven't you asked me to do a board for you and i was like what i was like i didn't think that was our relationship up down like let's get it and then he drew that board in like one minute and that was it that's so sick anyway yeah that's how i got in with all them random is super la story i feel like (laughs) naked crooked grinds man what's up with that Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, I'm comfortable with my body. <laughs> so I don't know. My I, that was so long ago. That one, yeah, it was just like an abandoned spot. It was in Miami at a old skate park, actually in the back, but it was like abandoned, and so like no one was ever there. And I, my friend was like, "Dude, that'd be hilarious." And so I just crooked the thing naked. I don't know. <laughs> I have a better naked story though. I fucking there when we first the new barracks the like the big one you know that they have now when it first opened grant still worked there so we would always go there and he had a key and shit we'd go there like super late night and we were there like all late night and like uh someone got under the handicap rail like a long flat bar one and i just got naked and like grinded it over (laughs) (laughs) like at the barracks like what the hell that's uh wait the the long down one isn't that yeah, like the handicap rail, you know. I've I don't. Been there, yeah, but. it's like pretty long. But that was like the cosmic vomit two days where I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I love, I live for those handicap rails. <laughs> so we heard a story about you babysitting a kid and taking him to an amusement park. What's the story there? Oh, it's the kid I nannied. It was just it, this was just like after I had already worked with them. I I had stopped working for them because he had gotten too old. They like didn't need me anymore, you know. 
and uh they were like yo it'd been like a year since i had uh, done anything for them and they were like yo can can you help out like we'll give you the car for the day and you can take the kids to uh six flags i think it's called and i was like for sure i f- i already hate amusement parks like it's just i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. and uh and i had on these pants these dickies and we went in this fucking dumbass uh, roller coaster that like went upside down a bunch, and they f- I heard something hit, and I was like, "Damn, that sucks for someone." Like literally, I thought that, and then I get off, and I was like, "Damn, this sucks for me so bad." <laughs> and then it was with fucking I was with Nick's son and and Louie, the uh, the kid I nannied, but they're like they're older at this point, so I was like, "Yo, fuck you guys." It was like the end of the day too. They were like, "We're gonna get a lift home," and I was like, "Sweet, I just have to sit here till the park closes at 10 p.m." And then they're going to go search for the keys and pretend, like maybe find them. And so I had to wait there till the park closed. By my, I, luckily, my girlfriend came and met me. And we like went and got dinner or some shit. But I had to wait for the keys. Didn't find them. Called the parents. They're pretty bummed. It's like 700 bucks to make a new key or oh. something. They have to come out the next day. It's like an hour and a half away. Oh. We all go out there to like get meet the guy and he breaks in makes a key it's just fuck i was just like sweet i haven't seen these people in a year and like this is the first thing like classic johan <laughs> did they ever call you back after that <clears throat> hell yeah we're closer okay. than ever <laughs> <laughs> now nah, yeah that was fucking stupid me honest mistake honest mistake it happens though <laughs> so we hear you're to blame for the rip and dip cat oh the name of it yeah i the name normal uh I came from uh, you know you know Brian Downey that skater. I don't think so. He was on he was he's on Politic, but he was on Yellowbrand with me at the time. Uh, he w- we were on a trip, and he would always call cats normals or this. I just he said it once maybe I think, and I was like normal for a cat. That's so funny, and so I always would just call every cat normal. Like I loved calling cats normal, and then when Rip and Dip started, he w- he made a pocket tee with the cats on it, and he called it the normal pocket tee. Uh, yeah, so. Like because of me, <laughs> well, I guess because of Downey essentially. Yeah. But uh, I tried. He gave me credit on a blog once, and I tried to find it and like be like, "Dude, what if I could make some fucking money off this idiot?" Because <laughs> he gave me credit, and then he deleted the post. Oh, of course, damn. <laughs> Classic. Uh, tell us about your most fucked up living situation, dude. I would say it was in Holly West Hollywood with John Ciano. We lived underneath the guy who does drip and dip in literal a literal closet, like no joke. It was a like it was an apartment complex with like maybe six units or something, and then one like it was a storage unit for like shit, you know, and then a bath like a shower for the like maintenance man to shower in if he was done working and like whatever was gonna I don't know, and so that's why there was a shower. But like the, I'm telling you, dude, this I wish you, you can see behind me, but they won't be able to. But this room was like it fit a fucking bed. <laughs> and like that was it and me and john are two like he's like 21 i'm 23 or 24 or something and like it was i loved it like but looking back that was fucked up <laughs> <laughs> it was so gnarly dude and we'd have like seven people in there like partying and you're literally just like we'd be sitting on each other's laps like like what are we doing here <laughs> but um that's definitely the most fucked up one but that was also maybe one of the sickest uh, as long as it was like it was sick and fun to look back on those times, but probably yeah, yeah. But like, time. I could never live like that now again. Yeah. <laughs> that that like fuck that. <laughs> what would you do at the Huff Warehouse when you were hungover? Oh, you talked to Mackie, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, uh, I, I would build, f- like, hideaway, hideouts <laughs> and sleep. <laughs> but, like, um, only one was super legit. It was, like, a whole shell, like a camper sh- like a, you know, a truck bed shell, kind of? Yeah. Like, it was, like, one of those built out of cardboard boxes with, like, a window, even. <laughs> and, uh, and then a, a futon mattress underneath it. What? But, like, on the, on the second row of shelving, so you couldn't see me unless you, like, jumped up, you know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was the best one and then there was some other ones behind shoe boxes that were pretty tall you ever get caught mid-nap yeah mackie scott mackie he he caught me in the uh in the legit one and that was when he was like yo this one's like too much like i'm down for the other ones but like yo this one's got a bed in it actually <laughs> like come on dude let's go to lunch <laughs> Uh, we heard you got maced at a party once. Yeah, that was whack. Bad. I I did it to myself. I I was dating this girl and I cheated on her and I told her or she found out. Classic. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> those were the old days, man. I'm a new man. Um, and then she was like, I was like, what can I do to like show you I'm actually sorry? Like, you want to fucking? Ma-? She had a can of mace and it was always this joke. And I was like, you want to mace me? And she was like, yeah, if you let me actually mace you, I'll forgive you. And so, like, Scuba Steve uh, had this huge party at it. Not a huge party, but he had a party at his fucking, in his backyard for it. And he's like, what do you want, like, uh, to make you feel better for when she she does it? I was like, can you get me, like, a bottle of Fireball and just, like, a bunch of cheese? Let's make cheese quesadillas because he had this sick like stove (laughs) and so she did it and it clint i had a gopro on my head even dude like what the old huff filmer marty regal has the footage probably somewhere uh but he's like afterwards he watched it like a couple days later he was he told me he's like dude i don't ever want anyone to see that that was like the fucking most horrible shit i ever seen because i was in so much like she it's a have you ever seen a mace can be sprayed yeah yeah. it's a direct like shot it's not like a mist or anything it's like a direct shot and she directly got it into my right eyeball like no joke oh my god like direct hit and it was fucking it felt like i had like the gnarliest sunburn and someone was just like holding a lighter to my eyes it was fucking and then for days after i would uh because water makes it worse it spreads it, so anytime I'd shower, it would like remace me. Jesus. For like three or four so days. How do you it get rid pretty, of it? it would just eventually it just all came out. Yeah. But milk is really good. You're supposed to pour milk on your face. Dude, or dude. maybe they just told me that. That could have <laughs> fucked you like, up. That could have like blinded you. Dude, totally. Face. And and I'm already, like I have a the worst vision ever already. I can barely see out of my right eye as it is. Like uh, it's like ninety percent blind. Damn. And so yeah, I'm fucked over here. But we're good now. How good were the cheese quesadillas, though? Dude, I remember them being pretty good that night. <laughs> like, specifically good. <laughs> Jesus. How long did you stay with her after that? I feel like... Dude, like a week. I was like, oh. stupid. I mean, I, wait, what do I know? I don't, you know? I was like, I'm so sorry. I love you. This was the biggest mistake. And then she was like, I forgave you. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gnarly. Glad you can still <laughs> see 10%. Yeah out of that eye <laughs> well yeah it's always been like that though can you tell us about the time you threw your blackberry straight into a cab windshield in nyc <laughs> uh, yeah uh which is right at the tail end of like a three-week dro- uh, road trip from florida to new york i was just w- w- drunk in new york and sick of everyone that you we were with you know because this is like the end of a trip like such a long trip and we were all young, and I, we were just drunk, and I was, like, chatting some girl up or something, and everyone wanted to leave, and I was like, I'm not leaving. It was just me being an idiot. I was like, I'm not leaving. Like, you guys, fuck you. I'll figure it out. Uh, and it wasn't a Blackberry, but I had just bought it, like, the fucking day before. 
And uh, me and my friend got into like an actual fight. Like this guy, like the only fight I've ever actually been in. It was me and my like longtime best friend that I've known since I'm like six years old. Like I punched him and he punched me and that was it. And then <laughs> I like walked out. I like walked outside and like threw my phone so dramatic and then like I hit a cab and I was just like fuck you guys. And then the next day I was like I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I left like a little ass bitch and then called everyone back saying how sorry I am. <laughs> and then it worked out can you tell us about the uh questionable purple pants that you used to rock that grant color corrected and oh they were blue they were blue shorts oh shit and dude i mean come on i was 19 what did i know <laughs> give me a break <laughs> what do i know now <laughs> no i i honestly like this fucking probably like thought they were sick i don't even know terrible mistake they look so hit like look at, they were skin tight too like crew crew shorts like picture it had to be crew man damn they the course come on <laughs> man that was a good story time dog okay that's it nice. that's all that's all so nice. I, you mentioned it before you quit drinking congrats boss move man well not like i mean i'll drink like a couple times a year if a special occasion special yeah, that's, occasion I can't claim sobriety it. either. I smoke Halloween now. <laughs> yeah, that's what we heard. You've decided to become a stoner at the age 30, man. Uh, yeah. Why now? I like, I don't know. You got to have some kind of vice. It's fucked up out there. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's like the mellowest. And honestly, I don't know. There's a weed store. And my neighbor downstairs sells weed. It's just like it's everywhere. too easy. And I don't, I don't know. I think I never gave it a shot before. And now it's legal, I guess. I don't know. I honestly don't know what it is. I just like it, and it's comfortable. I can relax. I don't know. Super chill. Yeah. It's pretty beast, though. If you're going to keep putting parts out like you just did, keep it up, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was like, kind of, I don't know. I'm like skating better. Fuck it. <laughs> so what's next for Johan Stucky, man? Just going to work on this next weekend thing, and then... Um, that's pretty much yeah i think that's pretty much it <laughs> i'm just we're going to barcelona next month um just like that's like the first trip to start it uh and i've never been so that'll be cool but what been skating with some vans guys here and there phil i don't know what that means but <laughs> it's a vans podcast doc so you're, oh is you're it in the right place oh sick what up <laughs> van squad those guys are the everyone there is such a legend it's crazy yeah they kill it but um, they're working on a video, so maybe I'll s hopefully sneak a couple tricks in there. Uh, filmed a, filmed some stuff with Greg once, and then TJ a few times. So well, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, that's sick, man! Hoping uh, hoping to see you in some Vans videos in the future, and obviously looking forward to your next big part. Yeah, that's like big hope, big wishing. But yeah, definitely the weekend videos coming soon. You, you look know. crispy in them Vans, yo. Vans, you listening? Oh, thanks, dude. I actually wear the Vans surf ones. It's funny. Sick. <laughs> Yo, yo, it's Rapid Fire with the Ghost, and this week, it's an honor to be brought to you by Classic Grip, the world's best grip tape. You heard? Keep skating, kids. Yo, Johan, let's make it pop, eh? Yeah! All right, bro, you know what time it is. A little Rapid Fire, shoot a couple shots, you dig I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> Favorite skater? <laughs> Heath Kirchart. Favorite video? Minefield. Favorite video part? Probably Heath and Sight and Scene. Favorite style? Damn, Rick Howard, dude. Rick Howard is sick as fuck. Mm -hmm. For sure. 
Dude, one of my favorite tricks like ever was this front shove 50 down that rail. Dude, it's it like, like just glued to his feet. Ever, it yeah. was crazy. <laughs> Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? I definitely was inspired by Dane Brady's part after that Polar video. Yeah. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Probably Ashad or Gilbert or Austin. Gillette. Favorite trick? Nolly or heel. And switch tray. Oh, Ooh, hell yeah. We're pulling Turn out of strings now, man. <laughs> I love switch tray. Hell yeah. Hardest trick for you? I can't switch hard flip or like nollie hard flip or inward heel. Like no nollie. The switch hard, like as soon as everyone started doing switch hard flips, I was like, I'm going to be sitting this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Austin's got a beast one. I know. And he, yeah, he does actually. Crazy. Most illegal trick. Switch hard flip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, and the lasers, the body varials, the no complies. Yeah, body varials and fucking laser. Any Instagram shit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That yeah. shit can go, boy. For sure. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? I just said this recently. It's the kickflip front lip roll in on those ghetto banks in Miami I, in Yo, the Death Dance video. That that's so I think that's my favorite trick I've ever done because I, I wanted to do that for like no joke like 10 years. That's it. Yo, you came in so perfectly, like right at the end. Dude, that that was crazy. That took I tried it for f- like three or four hours the day before. Went back the next day, and that was fifth try somehow. Yo, wow. it seems like that happens. Yeah, not to me often, yeah. but that's one of those cases. Yeah, that's so sick. That was so lucky. Last day of a f- of a trip too. Like we were about to leave. Damn. Damn. Yeah, lucky. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. The first one that comes to mind is John Ciano. He, you remember him? He was on the Kai. Mm-hmm. He fakey full cabbed over this rail into a bank, but like alley oop, and then he had to like miss this this fucking storage container at the bottom, switch backside, <laughs> like turnout. Damn. It was just like I just remember that has always stuck out to me as like one of the craziest things I ever seen. Maybe. Sick. What's the one trick that got away? Um, right now it's from death dance it'd be this i tried to kick the back tail this out rail in this alleyway that's really skinny so many times and i just can't land it so that's it used to be the crook finger flip not anymore <laughs> not i yeah somehow but yeah kick foot back tail this rails got away so many times it's not the one you crooked grinded is it it is the one in the uh, alleyway damn that's fucking gnarly for a kickback tail it's uh they took out this rail next to it so it's a, it's a little wider than it used to be when i crooked it so it, it oh, was okay. uh it's not as scary anymore, but it's still scary. Right, good luck. Hope you get that one. Thanks, man. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? Can it be about myself? Because the first one that comes to mind is, like, I dragged everyone out to this rail at, like, 10 o'clock at night that was, like, two hours away without doing any homework to try the crook finger flip, and the rail was fucking gone when we got there. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't hit anyone up. I got the pin from someone, and that was it. And then didn't do any research. And that happened twice. Two different rails that happened with. Damn. So wow. two, yeah, there's two buns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to get my ender tonight. Like, let's <laughs> fucking, tonight's the night. I've been trying this trick for, like, three years. Like, let's do it. Drive all the way out there. The rail's just gone. <laughs> wow. That's, like, a yeah. whole other level of bunt. <laughs> that was fucking devastating. What's the last new trick you learned? Switch, shove it, fake manual 180, maybe. Sick. Like switch up nose manny kind of 180. Nice. Yeah. What's your dream job after skating? Ideally, to act would be sick. I've been trying to do that actually for the last two years. So to do that would be cool. Nice. Or when I'm done being a huge narcissist, I'd like to work with like mental health children, like kids who need, like autistic kids actually, sorry, like uh, special needs children. 
I really, I don't know. I gravitate towards that kind of shit for some reason. That's sick. I feel like that would be nice to help people. Hell yeah, man. That'd be amazing. But for now, I'm too vain. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite local brand? I don't think it's, it's not really local, but I really like Passport. Oh, skateboards. Sick. Sick. Passport's like uh, probably one of my favorite companies other than Weekend. Favorite local skater? This kid, Tenny. He's on Passport. We've been skating with him. He's really sick. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? Mm, Birdhouse, probably. Times two. <laughs> yeah, twice over. Fuck. Shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> favorite teammate ever? Probably Trevor and like just... Tre- yeah, I would say Trevor and like Jordan and uh, all the weekend dudes. <laughs> Fuck, but I really like I don't know Trevor. I like I, he's like my therapist and shit. I bugged that guy with everything. You know I don't know. He's like he's like my best one of my best friends. Worst teammate ever, Austin. <laughs> no, just not like we. He didn't do anything. Just like he quit. So what the fuck? That's I don't know. <laughs> that's it. Like that's why you know. Yeah. The, no hard feelings, but uh, like. I'm not going to say anyone on the team's bad. <laughs> Where's company? Fuck. There's so many, dude. Holy shit. Um, Rip and Dip, by far. Oh, Worst oh, company. Oh, by oh, far. That shit needs to just burn. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Just trash. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Cold-blooded. Where's trend? The Instagram shit, the cat, the bad, uh, the camo pants that Stephen Lawyer wears specifically. <laughs> uh, sorry, bud, those things are hit, man. Um, not that I'm some style guru, but fuck. <laughs> Late, all the bad tricks too that come and go. Worst style. Uh, immediately thought Clive Dixon, but fuck, that's so mean. Um, like that was the first name that came to my head. I don't know, yeah. rapid fire. Dude, he when he rocks the like sleeveless shit. I mean, dude, the he, like, God bless, he's, like, really, ru- he's like, the insane. look he's going for, yeah. it's, like, he's nailing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. nailing his, what he's going for, yeah, totally. He's hitting his, but, like, his niche for that sure. was the first thing that came to mind, but, like, no disrespect, to- you know? But, like, fuck, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> the last person you want on the sesh? Uh, fuck. Probably Brad Stabba, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He just seems like so much. Like, sorry. I don't know. Oh, All good. Damn. Dude, that was a good rapid All fire, dog. You're built for this. <laughs> sorry, fuck. We, we need to bring you back for another one. Came out swinging. <laughs> yeah. Love it. All right, I'm going to get beat up now, huh? <laughs> I hope not, dog. We'll, we got nah, you. Fuck. They just beat. All right, thanks. Yeah, thanks. We got you. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview with Johan. Man. That was a blast, man. Thank you, Don. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, man. This is the Post Office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, it's all about Stance Socks Infinite. It isn't just better, it's forever. Styles with new, ultra-durable, infinite technology will never rip or tear, like ever. Stance is so sure of it, they're willing to guarantee them for life. You can shop the new, full collection of casual and performance infinite socks now at Canadian Stance retail shops and at stance.com. Alright, ghosts, who we got up first? You've got mail. Alright, first up we got an email from Scott Childs. 
What up, guys? I got introduced to your podcast because one of my homies tagged you on my IG video calling one of my tricks illegal. It was a switch shove tail grab down a five, and I did it because I love switch shoves but wanted to mix it up and try something new. <laughs> Growing up, everyone always praised creativity, and I took a lot of inspiration away from the more unique guys like Louis Barletta, Ragdoll, and Dustin Dolan which is why I've always been open to experimenting with weird and fucked up tricks because no one really cares if you can kickflip a big set or 50-50 a long handrail. It may be cool as it's happening, but it can easily become forgettable because there's nothing unique about it. Now that I've been listening to a few episodes, I'm left wondering what is the exact criteria that defines a trick as illegal for you guys and what are your favorite illegal tricks to do? Shout out to Riff Raff Skate Shop in St. John's, New Brunswick, our first shop to open in three years. Exact criteria for an illegal trick. I don't know, man. I think it's just, you just know it when you see it. Yeah, sorry. There's no exact guideline, but uh, shout to you for, um, you know, I remember seeing that comment and your buddy was like, is this trick illegal? And then you guys were going back and forth. And you and then, laid the hammer down. Yeah, and then the guy's like, okay, let's let's get the Bunt Live's opinion on this. And then I was like, highly illegal. Oof. Switched up tail, grabbed on a five. I'm sorry. <clears throat> That's a crazy I mean, trick. I just want to say props to you for even taking that diss, not knowing who we were, and then still listening to the show. We appreciate you listening. But yeah, fuck, it's a tough one. There's no exact guideline to legal or illegal, but we're, we're happy to always let you know our, our, opinion. our not, opinion. Not that it matters. If it makes you happy, keep doing your thing, man. Yeah, hell yeah. And as far as illegal tricks that we've done or we like to do, I used to do Nolly Smiths, and that's definitely illegal. I, I do pop shove tail grabs. Like, yeah, you still do that. Maybe not like current day, but a couple years ago you did one at Dumbat. Yeah, but that that was yeah, that was just for shits and giggles, man. Keep doing your switch sub tail grabs. Dude, they're the funnest tricks to do. Yeah, you know, we're not saying like, yo, you never do that. We're just talking about for your video parts. If you're trying to put out like a a serious video part or something, that's when you're definitely avoiding the illegal tricks. But when you're at your local park or just messing around, by all means, do all the illegal tricks that make you feel nice. (laughs) No matter how many it is. All right, next up, we got an email from Chris Contreras. What's up, Bunk Gang? I want to start off by congratulating you all on another barn burner of a season. Listening to this podcast is definitely a highlight of the week for me. With that, I want to ask a question to Ants One. There's no doubt that your smooth beats and transitions add to the entertaining brand of the Bunt. Without getting into the weeds, can you briefly run us down what music production setup you use? Thank you so much from one musician to another, Chris. Hey, thanks, Chris. Respect for the kind words, man. Appreciate it. Uh, My setup, well, I've been using uh, Logic Pro for a really long time. And, uh, you know, as a music producer, there's so many you can choose from. And it's basically whichever one works well for you. Some people like to use Fruity Loops. I personally like Logic. I think it works well with my style. I got the KRKs, you know, classic, and then uh, just a simple Steinberg uh, interface. And, uh, you know, any MIDI controller these days, you can make fucking anything with anything. You can use your keyboard. I make some beats on the on the airplane sometimes. But yeah, pretty straightforward, you know. But uh, the key ingredient is getting those kits and sample packs, man. 
That's the key ingredient. And next up, we got an email from Lucas Gurgel. Sorry, I definitely butchered that. Yo, how you doing, guys? Lucas here. I'm Brazilian, living in Detroit, longtime listener, and I love the show. You guys helped me a lot to improve my English and my slang's repertoire. <laughs> I might be butchering your English, man, the way we talk. Yeah, we appreciate you listening. That's fucking dope. <laughs> Do you guys have any plans to interview TX in the near future? And when is the Bunt video coming out? P.S. Keep providing it to the people. Much love. And much love to you, Lucas. Yeah, hell yeah, Lucas. Detroit, baby. We might have to come out there and catch you, man. TX, man. I know you want TX. We want TX. The people want TX. It's a matter of time. He's in our plans, past, present, and future, man. Yeah, we've tried. Trust me. We tried a few times. I'm sure one day it'll work out. Uh, big fans for sure. Huge fans. Guy's still fucking killing it. We'll catch him. The bunt video. Is we there a deadline? We ain't trying to put any deadline out there just yet. I think as soon as me and Donald feel like our parts are complete. <laughs> Dude, that can't be the rule. We'll be working on this for the rest of our lives. Hey, man. Well, it could be our last full video parts ever, so might as well make them pop. Um... <clears throat> yeah so i don't know no deadline but as soon as possible but also we're not rushing it we're trying to make it real proper yeah all right next up we got a voice note from the one and only johnny purcell let's take a listen hey donovan hi sifa what's up boys my question for you this week is what is an objectively hard trick you can each do that doesn't feel good for me, it's switch back lips. They just don't do anything for me anymore. I'd like to hear both of yours. All the best. Johnny out here, big pimping, eh? What's up, ladies? Two timing. <laughs> uh, that's a tough question. Uh, just because I haven't been able to skate for a bit, so the thought of landing anything right now is uh, brings me joy. I can't imagine... Anyways, uh, I'm it's gonna also midwinter, and like no one where we live is skating all that much. Yeah, so let's just say we're answering this in the middle of summer, and we're on point. Oh, on point. Yeah, like when we're at our best. A game. Um, I would say for me, switch shove front nose grinds. Uh, but I wouldn't say they feel bad. It's just they they don't give me that feeling like you said, like they don't do much for you anymore. Switch back lips. I kind of get that too. When I'm on point, uh, like it just feels like whatever. It's just getting through like your warm up basically. Whereas back in the day, I, I might have been super stoked when I landed them. Yeah, one that comes to mind for me of you that you like do super easy that is like the hardest trick is the fake yellow switchback nose grind. Oh, you literally yeah. do that at like every spot now. And I'm just like, it's actually fucked. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one still feels good though. Something about switchback nose grinds or fake yeah. yolly and they always feel good. Um, for me, it's gonna be the half cap front nose grind revert. When I first did it, I was like super hyped on it. Really liked the trick and now I just would rather do without. It doesn't feel the greatest. Yeah. I mean, I still do them. I've never done that trick. I don't trick. have any really hard tricks, but that, I guess that That's would be- really hard. I've never done that trick. And I can't imagine doing it because my half cabs are, are weak. So that's a good one because I can't even 
do that trick and it doesn't feel that good for you so that's probably exactly what johnny's talking about mm-hmm. i gotta learn that one man you got a trick tip for me yeah you go like right at the ledge not parallel take a huge angle <laughs> don't pop until you're like 90 true just cheat right. it man right. if you watch everyone else that's how they do it like even the people that flip into that shit you know how lucas has done it nollie but like nollie 180 flipping yeah, yeah like if you see where they pop they're almost like 90 degrees true all right watch for my stories this summer you might catch one yes sir all right next up we got an email from marvin from chicago yo what up bunt fam i just started listening to your podcast a few weeks back and i'm enjoying every episode since and i've been digging through the archives What's your top three all-time favorite episodes that you recommend I go back and listen to? I'll pick three homies because um, people always tell us that they love the, the ones when we interview our friends just because it's a little more uh, a little more chirping back and forth. Those are always a good laugh. So you might not know some of these guys, but definitely recommend listening. Anyways, Mitch Barrett. Um if you want to hear me get embarrassed, definitely Mitch Barrett, Chad Dixon as well. You get embarrassed in that one too. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Bobby DeKaiser and and Tyler Warren and Ben Blundell. You know what? You should just go back to season one and listen to everyone. Season one is some real good stuff, man. Another homie, Tori Goodall, probably the one of the funniest ones for sure. Yeah, and then definitely listen to Sinner. Oh yeah, crazy Fred Gall, Phelps. I mean, Caleb's was really sick. Anyone would like Caleb's. That's a good list right there. And then Stevie Williams. Yeah, I feel like since Hell nine, senior tape. <laughs> I feel like as soon as, if this is the first time you're listening to us and we're live, like the season's going on right now, uh, we do take breaks. So maybe you'll you'll just get There's bored time. and miss, uh, miss listening to us and just go back into the archives. And then he goes on to say, also, I'm watching Tampa Pro Contest. What the fuck is wrong with Manchild, <laughs> Pachico? It's reminded me of your previous episode where y'all saw him at a contest and was skating while other dudes were trying to take their run. Complete fucking kook. If I was one of his boys, I'd tell him to fucking relax. Shit looks bad for him and the companies that back him. Regardless, much love from the Windy City. And thank you for doing what y'all do. Peace. Hell yeah, Marvin. Always love the new listeners, man. Shouts to you, dog. Hell yeah. And Manchild, we just got to see you from afar, but definitely not safest favorite skater. What? Did he, did he say that? No, I just... Oh. That's, how, that's, well, that's what I'll say about him. Yeah, I just think it's funny that uh, he cooked himself on like a bigger stage. Yeah. Because when I first came at him, like I feel like a lot of people... Like I got some texts like, yo, like, like good shit calling out man child but then i also got a little clap back like oh like chill like don't take contests so seriously i'm glad he did it on a bigger stage and now i'm pretty sure everyone knows exactly what i meant like it's just lame and disrespectful whether or not you want to take the contest seriously you some don't, people you do, don't man. exactly you don't have to get in people's way who actually are like who knows if fucking some guy is dropping in whose brand paid for him to enter and it's not a big brand and like Dude, some people like dude, there's got crazy stories story. at Tampa. Yeah, like the Felipe Gustavo story. Who knows what you're fucking with? Right exactly. Here, you know what I exactly. mean? People push it on the line. So I'm saying, but uh, yeah, he cooked it. I got a few texts over the weekend. I wasn't watching, but like 
a few people were like, yo, your boy Manchild's kooking it again. I was like, oh, <laughs> true? <laughs> Pretty funny. Hell yeah, Marvin. <clears throat> All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up a short and sweet post office. Next week is the last week, man. Get your emails and voice notes into the buntlive at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Now time for the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Been a couple weeks since we had some football news to talk about, but I think I got something here, man. The Jags looking to trade Nick Foles and start their main man, Gardner Minshew. First of all, who's going to take on the Nick Foles contract? Second of all, is Gardner Minshew better than Nick Foles? I don't know, man. Yeah, I feel horrible for Nick Foles. I hope a lot of that money was guaranteed. But uh, he never got a, f- a fair shot. No, you know? he busted his shoulder. He probably came back early because Too he was soon. like, felt like the pressure to like regain his job. He probably should have sat the whole year, or uh-huh. at least a couple more weeks. And um, they might be looking at a Chris Paul situation, man. Like the Thunder acquired Chris Paul's contract. thinking, And then all the rumors were that they're going to flip him. But it never happened because when once you get stuck with a massive contract, like that's hard not, to move. Yeah, so just because it says they're looking to trade him, we'll see if anyone. Honestly, though, after what I saw last year, would you want Nick Foles? Would you? First of all, Gardner Minshew was a little bit of a gimmick. He came out, played great at the beginning. Yeah. But he tailed off towards the end, and when he took back over for Nick Foles, he wasn't all that great either. So I wouldn't want my. NFL team having Gardner Minshew as the quarterback full-time. Second of all, I do think Nick Foles is a better talent. He's proven it. Obviously not for long lengths at a time, because he does get hurt, and for a while he was a backup. But I have the perfect landing spot for him, man, and it's Philadelphia. Why not? Like, if the Jaguars end up having to pay for some of the contract, is Philly a bad spot? The fuck? Coming from the guy who just went back to back in the money league with your with main Carson man. Wentz. One Carson year I did Wentz. it without Carson Wentz. I did it without him the first year. Oh, yeah. And then he saved you against was, Ben in that overtime game. And you going to disrespect him like this? I'm just saying he gets hurt a lot. And they seem to they had something going on there. Why not but, go back to Philly? Bro, they can't pay that much money for a backup. That's, That's what I'm saying. The Jacksonville would have to eat most, if not three quarters of the contract so not likely but he could get bought out who knows man it could be the next brock osweiler contract where they obviously overpaid for him but jacksonville should just stick with it seems like quarterbacks need to get accustomed to their systems anyways man no one's gonna come in there and go lights out the first year unless you got like mahomes anytime i hear about a quarterback potentially on the move i'm just like go to chicago man they're getting go to chicago i hope so me too. That fan base deserves better. A second stud potentially on the move. The Browns are considering trading OBJ if they're blown away by the offer. I said last week <laughs> that I thought Baker Mayfield's going to have a bounce back season. And obviously OBJ having a bounce back season would be a big part of that. But what would be your dream landing spot for OBJ if he could move? I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Fucking what's his face? Will Fuller always hurt. <laughs> Um, you know he's important when you refer to him as what's-his-face. Yo, there's something about that football season being so quick that, like, you just kind of... I just forget players' names quicker than, like, the NBA because it's, like, year-round. Yeah. But uh, 
I just think that sometimes I feel bad for Deshaun and D Hop. Like once they, if if Will Fuller's not in the game, they're just doubling D Hop all game, and it's like it's easier to cover them. They they definitely need an elite RB, but imagine D Hop and OBJ on either side of the field. Yeah, first things first, Houston needs to get rid of Bill O'Brien. Ain't nothing gonna change till they remove the coach. Second. It's obvious it's the Green Bay Packers, man. Come on. Him and Devontae Adams would be lights out. No more of this fucking Lazard, Scantling, Allison, BS. I don't even like Aaron Rodgers, and that would be sick. And also, if Brady stays with the Patriots, which he should, obviously OBJ to the Patriots would be huge. Easy peasy, man. I feel like he'd be like, you know, he's just so like loud and in your face and social media. I feel like... He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't fit in as well over there. He could move into Brady and Giselle's house too, man. Bro, I'd love that big three: D Hop, Deshaun, and OBJ. Oh, you would. T- okay, so would you take that or Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and OBJ? Well, nope, no. Well, one or the other. You said you were taking Green Bay before I had a chance to think about it. So obviously, I'm not going to take Green Bay no, as you, well. We both thought at the same time, but. You said I made the question oh and I God. chose Green Bay first. But yeah. So who would you take? You just okay. hey man, you had already said your piece and then you came back and started fantasizing about the Texans adding him. So who would you like more? The Texans. So why you saw what? Oh my God! Why argue with me about it? Then? That's it. That's a nice young big three. Watson. Now you're war Aaron Rodgers Watson. on his way Sean out. Watson, man, he just tries to do too much by himself. Cause he has to. Look at that team and that. Dumbass coach, he's got to do shit on the fly. <laughs> You're a great football mind, my friend. <laughs> One more potential big change in the NFL. There's reports coming out of Tampa Bay say Jameis ain't gonna be there. Damn, this year they're moving on. No, they're moving on. Absolutely, Hell no. which sucks for Godwin and Mike Evans, depending on who they bring in. But Jameis out of Tampa. Number one landing spot for Jameis Winston. Holy You get to fuck. pick first. I'm going to go with... Yeah, I'm going to go... I got two. I would love to see my boy Jameis. First and foremost, I mentioned it earlier. Anytime I hear about a quarterback moving, Chicago. They got the defense to sustain mm-hmm. how much he's going to turn over the ball. And uh, wow, that would be fucking epic. I would love to... Yo, if t- imagine touchdowns raining and then that defense oh being juiced. God. Because Jameis is... Because they're in every game. Exactly. Absolutely. And then um, number two, this one might be surprising to you, but I would love to see him in Pittsburgh. Big Ben's on his last legs. Yeah. But I think they just have too much respect for Ben that he's going to get... Yeah. I'm not saying like he's going to go there, but I'm saying this is just dream scenario. If like Big Ben retired and Jameis went there, I think... The thing is, I don't put anything past Pittsburgh. They're like... They go after it, man. They go and get it. They're not going to sit around with... Big Ben for a while. I'm not going to lose with Big Ben. You know, they'll make the changes necessary. Yeah, we'll see what he looks like, man, because he just sat out a whole year. I'm sure his diet ain't fucking great. You know, that fool's going to come in dusty and overweight. (laughs) A year off the field, man. You're saying he ain't waking up to smoothies? Nah, gee. This is a team that's already got their potential quarterback for the future in... Dwayne Haskins, and there's rumors that they're going to try and trade or uh, draft Tua, maybe potentially trade up and get him. But man, why not go to Washington, man? They're in a weak division. 
Obviously, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants can be beat. Washington, man, they need a quarterback, so why the hell not? And you took the two good ones, man. But before any of this happens in the NFL, the big domino has to fall. Tom Brady still on the market. Now there's rumors coming out that the Patriots aren't going to re-sign him. So who the hell knows? I don't think we're going get to get to the bottom of any of this before Tom Brady signs. Yeah, no, that's just a big mystery. I haven't been paying any attention to it at all because uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter till it's official one way or the other. Yeah, let's see it, Brady. Do the right thing. Yeah, stay in New England. We know one bag has been secured, and it's off the field, baby. Tony Romo re-signing with CBS for 17 milli, more than he ever made on the field. Tony, you're doing it right, man, and... Maybe one day we'll get to sit beside Tony Romo and do games with him. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw like a meme the other day and it was like Tony Romo is making more money than Dak to talk about what Dak's doing on the field. Something along those lines, what which is pretty gangster. funny. Fucking Jerry Jones out here clowning himself. Just sign the man, yo. Stop. It's like a, I hate the circus in Dallas every time anything has to happen, man. You so know what it's the about. Top. They got to draw the attention, man. But this brings us one step closer to securing Booger McFarland again on Monday night. So, Tony, thank you. And uh, Booger, look forward to hearing from you. Hell yeah. Moving over to basketball, our second love. Eh, maybe safest first. We want to give you guys an updated playoff picture. The standings are ever-changing. And the goddamn Boston Celtics are hot on our tail, man. Bro, it's hectic out here. Jason Tatum's taking a quantum leap. He's fucking... <laughs> bro, he's he's on some superstar shit. Did you plan saying that? No. Quantum leap? He's, <laughs> he's looking like... Yo, he's Kobe-esque out there, man, and it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. This guy's fucking pulling up off the dribble from all over the damn court. Um, you I know think what I love about the Celtics is their supporting cast, man. Jalen Brown also taking the quantum leap but marcus smart man he's just the dog you need dog oh, that dude hit 11 threes earlier this season oh, man i love marcus smart one time you told me my games like marcus smart and i love uh, you know he's been my favorite player ever since <laughs> yeah he's uh brick city from three that's what reminded me of you just kidding because he's said a he dog 11 threes i know man. i know but he's he's not oh, you're saying shooter. i'm brick city from three. I, it was a joke let's keep it moving i said that originally because you play really hard and Marcus Smart is the definition of playing hard. That's my best talent. <laughs> yeah, that is the a huge talent, talent in all sports. Hell yeah. But yeah, fuck. We're a half game ahead of the Celtics. They're hot on our tail. They've won seven of their last ten. We've won six. We're on a three-game losing streak. It's, man, how do we keep getting injured? Like, everyone just keeps going out. Fred's back on the on the bench, man. Sergi Baca's missing games again. Like we can't stay healthy this year. I know it's like we just. It's got almost Norman like Powell. gonna be bad when they're all back because they haven't even played together all together. Yeah, it's looking more likely that we're gonna face possibly Indiana in the first round. Um, but they're only a half game back from Philly, who doesn't have Embiid and Simmons, so they could end up being the sixth seed. And if we're the third, a first round matchup with Philly is they're not, not what we want. No, they're not beating us. They're a completely different team without Jimmy Butler. They're like way softer. We play a harder game. 
and Jay Rich can't stay healthy either. There's they're always getting banged up too. Oh, they've got this guy Shake Milton who's just come out of nowhere. He dropped 39 yesterday. Yeah. He just set some record for most consecutive threes without a miss, but it's over a span of three games, I think. Well, so, so he's, he's just he's gonna game break the playoffs, bro. If he, yo, look at his he numbers recently. A, yeah, I, I've I play fantasy basketball. I missed out on him. It's unfortunate. I needed a guy like that. I'm worried when it comes to the playoffs about Shake Milton. <laughs> hey, that's probably what the Bucks were thinking about Fred Van Vliet and Norman Powell last year, man. Never yeah, underestimate. They they, hey, they didn't do much. They weren't game-breaking the first round either. They took a while to get accustomed to the playoffs as well. You know you know what my point is. He could, he he, could do some damage. Shake Milton's a random dude with a chip and a half on his shoulder. I'm just not trying yeah, to underestimate anyone DJ on Augustine Philly. Game. <laughs> I'm not trying to underestimate Philly. If they're healthy and they come correct, we don't want to see them in the first round. Like Obviously, we want to lay up in the first round, build that confidence, mm. play Orlando or post, Brooklyn. Post-Kawhi era, a nice easy first round would be our wish. Exactly. Uh, yo, the eight seed's heating up a little bit. Brooklyn's lost four straight, and the Wizards won one. They were a lost... <laughs> They were a lost cause not too long ago, but they're fucking... Four games back? Four games back, and Bradley Beal's not resting, man. Bradley he's, Beal's a f- he's an animal. He's an animal. He, not going to the All-Star game, definitely uh, had him cheesed. He's been unstoppable. Uh, I'd like to see them make it, man. I don't, I don't care to see Orlando or Brooklyn in the first round. I don't know about you. No, absolutely not. What's popping in the West, man? What's Is it heating up in the race for eighth? Bruv. My Sacramento Kings, who I disowned. They're coming? Bro, they're coming. Like, they've been so bad all year, and they've won seven of their last ten. Absolutely loving watching them. Buddy Heald coming off the bench is actually... They've they've been a lot better since that started. The Pelicans are now the ninth seed. Three Uh, games back. That's my vote for who's going to get into the eighth. That would be the funnest. As much as I love the Kings... Um, both games, I think the Lakers and Pelicans have played recently with since great. Zion uh, started playing have been great. No AD last night though. Either. Still, uh, that would would definitely be the funnest first round matchup. We love the Grizzlies, but if they're not going to be at full strength, I don't want to see Jamarant just go get destroyed in round one. You know. See what he tried to do to AD. Yo, yeah. That's goddamn savage. Yeah. Um, the Mavs, the Thunder were up to the fifth seed, which is just insane. No one ever pictured that. Utah's fucking losing a bunch of games. It's kind of the worst time of year to be taking these like four or five game losing streaks. Mm-hmm. So I hope they can get it together. We obviously love the Jazz around here. And the Lakers are running away with that one seed. Denver, nice and chill in the two. Well, actually, they're tied with the Clippers. Not chill at all. <laughs> the Rockets, though. I feel like I got to say I was wrong. I didn't think. I mean, this is the regular season, and this is when the Rockets usually pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yo, opening up the paint to Westbrook, I think he's got, like, the most points in the paint since, like, 2020 began. He's a killer. I feel like I might have saw that. Um, but that experiment's going really well. I'm impressed. Robert Covington's, like, the tallest dude on the floor half the time. It's fucked. <laughs> P.J. Tucker, man, hitting those corner threes, slipping out. Meanwhile, the Spurs buy out Damari Carroll in the first year of a three-year deal, and now he's actually getting minutes on Houston. That's where I saw him, yeah. I don't know what the fuck the Spurs were thinking. The most important NBA news, the Lakers have opened up a roster spot, and the odds-on favorites are J.R. Smith or Dion Waiters. Who are you taking if you could pick one? 
I feel like if LeBron could pick one, he's taking JR because he... It's his boy. He was already on the Cavs. I think they got rid of Deion Waiters when he came back to Cleveland. Like, mm-hmm. OKC got rid of Deion Waiters. Like, I feel like he doesn't mesh well with, like, KDs and LeBron types. Yeah. Because he thinks he he's thinks the man. He is. yeah. And JR knows his role. And we fucking love JR Smith. I feel like everyone loves JR Smith. How can you not? I hope it goes to JR, but I obviously don't want Dion out in the NBA. I hope he finds a home too because he's young still. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Bunt. Catch y'all next week for the season finale. And it ain't going to disappoint.